What is up guys and welcome back to the Chillin' with Dylan podcast. You're chilling with your host Dylan today and I hope you all had a very merry Christmas. Um I know I did. It was it was really nice because you know, I'm I'm at a point where you know, I know Christmas is not about stuff or you know presents under the tree or you know anything really it's just the state of mind that Christmas brings about you know just the feeling of just togetherness with the people you care about and uh you know sharing the gifts of love and peace and joy and just you know, spreading that to all the people you care about, really, you know, that's, that's what it's really all about, it's not about, uh, all the physical, material gains you can make from, uh, you know, all your family members, or whatever, it's not about getting stuff, it's literally about giving, um, you know, I've just realized that giving and receiving are one, you know, I, if I give someone love, they're going to reflect it right back to me. So, and and you know, what other, what greater thing is there than love in this life, honestly? Like, you can't really name anything better. You know, you could have all the money in the world, but if you don't have any friends to talk to it about, like, what's the point? If you don't have people to, you know, share your successes with, then what's the point anyway? Um... Yeah, I don't know. It's and, and something I realized earlier too is just you know, we a lot of us like you know, are looking for material gain out of days like this and the funny thing is you could want something really bad and then you're going to get it and what about a couple months down the road, you know, like you're not even going to think about that thing. It's not even going to have any significance. It's just going to be you know, the thing is, like, if you just have, like, a Christmas where you just, you know, if you didn't have any gifts or whatever, but you made really good memories, you know, in times when your life feels boring or sad or down, you can look back on that memory and relive it and feel the same feelings you had at that time, but with, like, a physical thing that you you get, you know, you're only going to get so much out of it and I don't know. It's weird, you know? I mean, physical things can have sentimental value and they can be used as, like, a tool to re-experience something, but they're not necessary, really. You know, all of your memories stay with you for your whole life and you can look back on them and, and just feel good about the life you've lived and you can't really get that from a physical thing. But, uh... Anyway, yeah, I've been really just, you know, roaming through the the realm of thought, uh, <coughs> thought lately and just really like diving deep within myself. And, you know, I'm starting to realize that like I'm having less resistance of looking within and it's actually beginning to be, you know, even more interesting than you know, whatever the world has to offer, because, 
you know, as I learn this manifesting stuff, I know that the outside world that I find myself in is only a reflection of what I have within myself. And, uh, yeah, it's just really rewarding doing that. And, you know, I ca I find myself, like, not really feeling attached to things so much, you know, like... You know, if, if something goes wrong or appears to go wrong, I don't really stress about it because, you know, if it didn't kill me or, it, you know, it doesn't really matter. And even if it did, like, what can you do about it? And, you know, you can't control that outside stuff, but you can always control what's going on in you. And, you know, that change that you make in yourself will be reflected in, in your world, really. Um, yeah, so that's been really interesting, and something else that I've just come to understand is that you learn about yourself through other people, you know, we all exist for each other, really, um, you know, you listening to me, you're learning about yourself through me, and when I'm talking to someone else, I'm learning about myself through them. Why? Because here's the thing. Okay, so if <coughs> if there was somebody coming up to me and they were, you know, not being very nice to me, I'd be I'd be learning about myself if I paid attention to myself. What am I doing right now? Um, you know, someone could come up to me talking all kinds of nonsense and you know, most of us will just be like, "Oh, that that dude's an asshole." But the thing is, you know, if you watch yourself, you're realizing that, you know, this you care about other people's opinions about you so much. If you feel attacked by this thing that this person is saying to you, you know, you're not learning that he's an asshole. You're just learning that you believe what he's saying. You know, if you didn't believe it, then you wouldn't feel attacked because there there'd be nothing to be attacked there you know if I know I'm not stupid and somebody calls me stupid I'm unaffected by it because that stupidity that he's trying to point out in me does not exist it doesn't exist because I didn't put it there and I'm not gonna put it there just because someone said something you know what I say about me is the truth and so we learn about ourselves through other people you know, and, and that change you make, those lessons you learn, you know, you get rewarded for them, really, you know, because that change is reflected in, in your outward life, in your physical experience. Because, um, you know, here's the thing. If, if I wasn't aware of what I was doing and somebody came up to me, called me stupid, and I reacted to it as though it was true... You know, then I've literally created a reality where I'm stupid. You know, I'm going to always doubt my intelligence. I'm always going to, you know, feel threatened by smarter people who I think are smarter than me or whatever. But if I don't listen to that guy and I know I'm not stupid, I'm going to keep going along my way, trusting my intelligence and uh, not comparing myself to 
other people because it, you know, I know I'm intelligent because I, the intelligence is within me, you know, intelligence is not an external thing, you know, you can't take a pill and be smart, you might think you can, but behind that, what's really happening, you believe that taking this pill will make you smart, so your belief is what's adding that reality to that circumstance, <coughs> sorry about that, I got a tickle in my throat, um, oh, also, I, I got, I have a new microphone, my sister got it for me for Christmas, it's just like this little thing that plugs into the uh, headphone jack on my phone, and then it's just like a little clip-on microphone, and it's kind of nice because uh, I don't have to wear headphones, I can still hear what's going on around me, if I so choose, um, but anyway, I think in the last episode, I talked about how you know, every person in your mind is you, and, you know, that, thoughts are really cool, because it's like, once you pick up on a thought, it, like, branches out, and expands, and grows like a tree, almost, um, so thought really is like a seed, and, um, anyway, that thought kind of expanded, and I realized that, um, you know, in your mind, you are all the people that you're thinking about. So, you know, I could think about Joe Biden, but in my mind, who is that really? You know, it's just me animating this figure of who I think is Joe Biden. And what he is saying to me in my mind is actually what I'm saying to myself about myself based on who I believe I am, what do I believe about myself, um, man, why do people always have to just pull up right next to me when there is literally, like, an infinite amount of spots in this parking lot, okay, never mind, he's backing up, um, but anyway, so, you know, that Joe Biden dude, in my mind, that's just me, you know, telling myself things about myself, through the medium of this other, or seemingly other person, um, where did this guy go, dude, like, I hate it when, like, people just pull up in here, and, like, I'm just doing my podcast and all that, because, I don't know, I just don't like it, um, I guess he just disappeared, (coughs) so anyway, you know, if that's true with Joe Biden, your grandma, your family, you know, every single person, you know, it's also true about any being that you can think of, <clears throat> but here's the thing, so in my mind, if, if, uh, you know, I imagine Joe Biden, and he's, you know, calling me a powerless person, or, you know, he's doing, like, things that I I don't like to me, you know, it's something that I found in myself, okay, so say if I thought of somebody who was like, you know, I was a, like, I'm imagining a mental, like, conversation with someone, and I'm like, they're, they're the bully, and I'm like, the bullied person, so, what I believe about myself is that I 
there's something about me that should be bullied. I don't like myself. And I think that, you know, there's something about me that people wouldn't like. That's that's my self-concept right there. And so, in my mind, I believe that about myself. And I create these these characters, these people, to confirm to me or, you know, they're telling me what I believe about myself. So, at first you think, oh, there's just this asshole in my mind, like, and he pisses me off. Well, really what that's doing, it's not something bad. It's showing you what you believe about yourself. Because think of it, if you didn't think that there was any reason for people to bully you or that there was something about you that could be picked on, you wouldn't be imagining that. You wouldn't be thinking of somebody doing that because it doesn't match your concept of yourself. And so, you know, that's you speaking to you about what you believe you are or who you believe you are. You know, and this happens with not only people in your mind, but... Uh, you know, circumst- any kind of circumstance you can imagine. In that moment, if you catch it, you'll understand who you believe you are and what you believe you are. And the thing is, you know, with this manifesting stuff, you know, all of your... What's true in your imagination, in your mind, is true in your world. Um... And so, it's so hard to explain, but, um, you know, this this whole world is yourself pushed out. You know, the people in your life and how they act to you is the same way they act in, in your mind. And it's all based on what you believe you are. Who do you believe that you are? And, you know, I I can't prove it to you. You have to try it for yourself. But I can speak from my own experience, you know. There's uh, been quite a few times where I just change. You know, I, I find out that I believe something negative about myself. And, you know, it's like as soon as you shine the light on it, that darkness disappears and only light remains. And, you know, so I change my belief about myself, my mental conversations change, you know, and it can be with anybody. And then later on, that change that I made in myself is reflected in my world. So this whole world is yourself pushed out. And, and you know, what does that imply? It means that you're literally everything. You are the animating principle to the entire universe. And you know, that sounds far-fetched and far out there, but you know, if you, in your mind, you're all these people, you know, the only thing that you can prove is real is consciousness because you are experiencing it all the time. And so whatever is true in consciousness is true in everything so in your mind if you're one with all these people if you're one with all these people then you are the animating principle of every single person that is in your life 
you bring life to all of the situations that occur in your life. It's all reflecting what's within you. And what's even further is, you know, in your mind, all of the things that you can imagine, they're created out of yourself. They cu- it's yourself made visible. And so if you imagine the universe and you see it, you know, you're only conscious of being the universe. Because the thing is, in your imagination, you know, say again, like, you know, you, you have a bully in your mind. You are conscious of being bullied. And if you see the universe in your mind, you are conscious of being the universe. I, I don't know. It, it's hard to explain. Like, you, you, you have to experience it to really grasp it, to implement it. And it's hard to put in words because it's beyond, like, any human, human concept that exists. It's divine. It, it, it's... I, I can't even explain it. It's describing the ineffable, basically. Like, it's... it's <coughs> I can't be limited in human language, really. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, earlier I was, I was driving around and I, I realized that literally every single second, every single split second of time you are assuming things and you believe in your assumption and it hardens in your world. And, you know, I was, I was playing with this and, you know, my senses do not tell me that there is anything behind me. And so if my senses were, you know, if my senses told me all of reality, if, if reality was truly what my senses told me, all that I could say that exists is what's in front of me. Anything that is not present to your senses but you perceive it is imagination. So say you're at home and you think of work. You know, your senses are not even telling you that work exists. It doesn't to your senses because you're in your house. You're seeing a room in your house. You know, your senses, all they say at that time that is true is what's directly in front of you. And anything else you can think of that is not in the room or not directly in front of you only exists in your imagination. And so I assume that there is something behind me. I assume that there's a wall behind me. You know, in my imagination, I say, if I turned around right now, I'd see a wall. And so I turn around and I see a wall. And it's, I made an assumption that was not apparent to my senses. I, I declared that something that was not apparent to my senses exists. And I believed it 100%. And then I turn around fully expecting, fully confident to see a wall. And I do. And that right there, 
that's the observer effect. You know, it's this, it's it's scientifically proven. You know, it's this is how reality is. Um, so, yeah, and you know, I was playing with this while I was driving, and it's true about literally everything. Literally, the thing is. In order to experience something, you have to find it in yourself first and believe that it exists. So, when I'm listening to music, you know, my senses don't tell me that another song is going to play after this. In my mind, I know that there is going to be a song after this one. And then we reach the end of this song that's playing, and another one starts, and... You know, you're not surprised by it. It's just completely natural. But that whole time, you were staying faithful to an assumption that although it was not apparent to your senses at the time, you believed that it existed, and then it did. (coughs) And, you know, when I'm driving my car, looking straight forward, to my left and right, past my peripheral vision, I cannot possibly prove that any of it exists other than in my imagination. And I assume, you know, I might not know exactly what is to my left or to my right, but I assume that there's something there. And I feel like I'm in this certain area. And so whatever I would expect to see in this area, I turn my head to the left and my consciousness creates... You know, it, it's the observer effect, literally. These, before you look at something, it's just a wave, a wave of infinite potential. It could be anything. It could be anything. But you set, you command these waves to be what you want them to be. And upon observation, when you look, those waves collapse and they become particles. They become solid objects in time and space and so I can't prove that anything to my left or to my right beyond my peripheral vision exists but I assume that there has to be there has to be right because I there's stuff all around me all the time so there has to be something there has to be something behind me too if there's something in front of me it would only make sense that there's something behind me and so I turn my head and I see everything that would be there if my assumption was true. That yes, there's stuff to my left and to my right. And all that is is an assumption. You can't if it's not evident to your senses right now. You're only assuming that it exists. And if you believe that it exists, if you are you are confident in your assumption, it does. That's what this manifesting stuff is all about. It's not just some hippie woo-woo spiritual stuff. It's We can prove it with science, with the observer effect. Schrodinger's cat, the confirmation bias. You know, there's tons of evidence to back it up. But, you know, we think that these sciences are something outside of us. They don't affect us, too. You know, because we think we're separate from everything else. We think we're not affected by these natural laws, these these truths of reality. But once you're conscious of the fact that 
you're not separate from anything else. You know, any qualities that anything else can possess, you can possess as well. <coughs> and so if everything around you is affected by these laws, you are too. And you can use them to your advantage. Um, but anyway, I, I've been starting to just view the entire, everything that exists as states of consciousness. Because, you know, when you think of it right now, you're listening to this podcast. You're in a state of consciousness of listening to my podcast and whatever else you're doing. And those, that state that you're in, you know, it's apparent to your senses. You are in a state right now, and anything that comes along with that state, you're experiencing. Um, <coughs> so let's just go back to the example of the wall behind me. So think of a state of consciousness as like a... It's like a picture of, of, you know, something that could exist and you being in that. So every single moment that could exist, just think of it as a still frame, like a picture. And, you know, in that picture, in that moment, in that image, there is a state of consciousness associated with that image, with that uh moment in time you know you would feel a certain way you would be aware of certain things you would think certain things you know it's it's so hard to explain but it's basically like reality is like a slideshow and based on our states of consciousness that is what pictures we experience one after another like so seamlessly that, uh, you know, it, it doesn't feel like, you know, it feels like one fluid motion because there's no separation between the pictures. You know, in every single moment, you are in a state of consciousness. You are aware of something. You feel something. You think certain things. You see certain things. You feel certain things, like with your feelers. You taste certain things. You know, all of these aspects are a like a something being expressed and you being aware of it it's all stuff that you would be aware of in this moment so <coughs> sorry guys i really hate to be coughing on you like that but um anyway so let's go back to the example with you know me looking straight forward and in my mind i i see a a wall behind me so the thing the thing is this is like in my mind this is how manifesting works so at the moment you're not looking at the wall that you see in your mind but in your mind you're looking at this wall and you are observing it and you are aware of this wall you feel how you would feel if you were looking at the wall at the moment which you know it wouldn't really be anything special. It would just be, I'm looking at a wall. An awareness of looking at a wall. And, you know, anything else that goes along with, you know, if you were looking at this wall right now, 
you know, anything else that's constructed in your mind, in your imagination. And you accept that as a truth. So it's locked in. And all of the next moments are, you're seeing a bridge of, of moments leading up to the fulfillment of what you imagined. So, you know, in your mind, you see yourself looking at this wall, although it's not apparent to your senses at the time. In your mind, you're seeing this wall. And that's just one, it could just be one split second. It could just be one moment in time where you're looking at this wall and you feel, you literally feel how you would feel if you were looking at that wall. You think what you would think if you were looking at that wall, even if it was for just a split second. And then you set that in motion. You say, yeah, I accept that. That is true. And then you turn around and now you're looking at the wall, which just a few moments ago only existed in your imagination. And you experienced a bridge of incidents up to the fulfillment of what your imagination, what you saw in your mind, what you experienced in imagination, if your assumption was true. So at that time when you're looking at the wall, you're only assuming that there is a wall behind you. It is only in your imagination. Because again, anything that's not apparent to your senses right now only exists in your imagination. And you accept that end. You, you desire, for some reason, you desire to prove that there's a wall behind you. So, you know, if it were true that there were a wall behind you, you would see a wall and you would say, that's a wall. And you would feel, you know, probably pretty normal. <coughs> and then you're like, yeah, that's pretty reasonable. You know, that's, it's true. You have no resistance to it whatsoever. And upon accepting that end, upon accepting that fact, you set it in motion and you go across all these different these different moments in time leading up to that fulfillment of what only existed in your imagination moments ago and this is how manifesting works you know as i was contemplating this i was like holy fuck like i can't deny it you know just think of it when when you drive, you know, and you want to turn up the radio, before you can even do that, in your mind, you see the radio turned up. You, you see, you know, even if it's just for a split second, and you feel the satisfaction of your music being a little louder, and you accept that, and naturally, your hand moves over to the... Uh, the knob on the radio and you turn it up to whatever volume you intended to turn it up to but before you even did that that action only existed in your imagination it was an imaginal act that you accepted and believed in 
You had no resistance to it whatsoever, and it happened instantly. That's manifesting right there. Every single moment of your life is a manifestation. You know, it doesn't apply to just this and that here and there. It's every single moment of time. You are choosing every every single image that you see. But the thing is, you have to literally, even if just for a split second, <coughs> you accept your desired end in consciousness. You see what would what you would see if your desire were fulfilled. Say you want a billion dollars. In your mind, you would see yourself just doing something that you are doing after you'd have a billion dollars. And you just say, yeah, that's, that's reasonable. Like, that's real. That is something I would do if I had a billion dollars right now. But see, the thing is, you are the being in your imagination. You are the observer. You know, anything that happens in consciousness, you are observing it. Even if it's in your imagination, you are observing it right now and it is a real thing. It's just as real as anything else because every single moment comes out of your imagination. You say, oh, I wonder what it would be like if I looked to the left. You assume that there'd be something to look at on the left and then you naturally, you accept that end and you look to the left and there's stuff to be looked at. And same thing for the right and behind you and above you and below you. <coughs> oh, my bad, guys. But the, it, it's that easy. The only thing that you could cancel this out with is doubt. You know, not believing in what you did in your imagination. Just like if you could somehow convince yourself that there wasn't a wall behind you, you wouldn't, you would never end up turning around to prove it to yourself. You know, you'd never, you'd never find conclusive evidence that there's a wall behind you. If you could fully believe that there wasn't. You know, you might try that, but the whole time, just watch. You're expecting a wall to be there. You know, it makes no sense to not think that there'd be a wall behind you. But just try this with, with other things too. You know, just start with some little stuff like, you know, food. You know, in your imagination. If you had a piece of pizza, what would, what would you be doing right now? You would see yourself eating the pizza and you would say, yeah, this is, this is real. You know, what I experienced, I literally did experience. And, you know, later on down the road, you know, it really depends on how faithful you are in your assumption that you have what you want. Just like with the wall thing, it only takes a matter of seconds to prove that to yourself because you believe it so, so easily. You, you have absolutely zero resistance to it. But if you did that with the pizza, you know, if you had absolutely zero resistance to it and you just were like, yeah, uh-huh, like it's. It's a fact that I have pizza. You know, you, you would get a ring on your doorbell like that second if you could believe it that easily. And, you know, just that 
line of thought that I just expressed right there, game changer. It's a game changer because you cannot possibly prove it wrong. You know, any circumstance that you could be in is simply a state of consciousness. It's simply a an arrangement of the mind. You know, if this were happening, you would feel this, you would see this, you would hear this, you would taste this. You would be fully aware of whatever it is in that moment. Your awareness, you know, it's just a combination of being aware of different things at the same time. <coughs> you know, like, as I'm doing this podcast, you know, if I was not aware of talking on a podcast, I wouldn't be. I literally wouldn't be. I'd be doing something else if I was not aware of doing this right now. You know, the the next couple minutes of this podcast, they don't exist anywhere else other than in my imagination. But I expect to do this podcast all the way through, and I believe that I am going to. You know, it's a fact to me that this podcast is going to be published and it's going to be a complete episode. And so it will. Because I I put in motion, before I made this podcast, I imagined myself uploading a podcast. You know, I start, you start at the end and then watch, watch the slideshow going all the way to that end that you chose, that you chose to animate. Really? So before I put did this podcast, I imagined, you know, there's a little screen that says, congratulations, your episode's uploaded or whatever. I saw that even for a split second. And I said, yeah. Yeah. No resistance to it. I said, yeah. And now this whole episode is unfolding. And once it's done and I upload it, I will be at that exact thing that I imagined. And I will feel the exact same way that I did when I first imagined it, which, you know, I didn't really feel like, you know, I I felt motivated and I usually do after I finish a podcast. But this, this is literally, you know, anything that you can possibly experience exists within you. You just have to believe that it's real, that it is possible, that it is happening. And You know, you can't possibly comprehend how it will play out. You know, when I when I first set in motion this podcast, I kind of had an idea of what I'd talk about, but I didn't know exactly how it would be expressed. But I knew that there would be an episode done by time this this chain of events was finished, there would be an episode done. I didn't really worry about the middle. I didn't ask how it would be done. It's just happening. And <coughs> and it's all because I accepted the end that I wish to experience. You know, if I accepted at that moment, if I was like, oh, I don't want to do a podcast, I wouldn't be doing a podcast right now. I'd be doing something else. I'd be accepting an end of a different action. And I'd be walking towards the fulfillment of that. So all you must do is accept what you want in your mind. All you have to do is believe it. 
Believe that it's already done and you're on your way to its fulfillment. But that whole time, it's already fulfilled. You are just watching the unfolding of it. <clears throat> and, you know, people can disagree with me if they want or whatever. I It doesn't matter because, you know, this is the result of, you know, listening to yourself. You know, you, you start to understand how... How the things in your life work. How things come about in your life. You understand the process of creation. From one moment to the next. And you know I like to, I like to see it as. You know. Time doesn't exist. So it's not really one moment after the next. It's just this moment. Unfolding into new things. And. I, I can't even explain it. You know, right now, everything exists, but, you know, we are, we are what is choosing what is being expressed right now. See, like, I can't put it into words. Like, you have to experience it. <coughs> so, uh, you know, it's just... This stuff sets you free because you realize that, you know, everything is consciousness, you know. I can't prove that the next moment exists by my senses, but in my imagination, I know it does. And so it comes. And it's just the most, you know, it, it's like you you become aware of these, like, principles of you know how how your consciousness works and you know you're just understanding yourself really and what you do all the time you know you just got to become aware of what you're doing in this present moment and you know i i can't even explain it you know the the unfolding of this like inner knowledge you know it's in all of us we all know it but most people don't choose to really look in themselves. They think the meaning of life is outside of them. They think that <coughs> there's a external cause for their life. But here's the thing, you know, remember earlier I said everything that you imagine exists within you. And so most people, when they think of God, they see this guy in like a robe with white hair shooting lightning bolts down. But who created that God in your mind? Is there another person in there? Like, do you, do you think there's another person in there? There's obviously not. It's just you in there. And so this God guy that you imagine, you know, it's something that exists within you. And you're expressing it in this symbolism. It's qualities that exist within you. And they're being expressed in this symbol in your mind. Where does that God in your mind get all of his powers? You know, you say he could do anything. Well, in your mind, that God is your creation. And if it's your creation, how could... 
it possibly have attributes that you did not give to it? And if you gave those attributes away, does that not imply that you have them already? Does that not imply that you are that God that you're thinking of? You know, just think about it. Get, don't get afraid of it or think it's weird. Really contemplate on it and you'll understand that it's true. It is so true. You know, there is nobody else in your mind. That God does not have any reality other than what you give to it. You are the animating principle in all of the beings in your mind. All of the people and all of the things in your mind. You are the one that is animating it. So you have the power to make anything in your mind do anything. That means that you already have that, that power in yourself. And you're just giving it to all these symbols <coughs> that you create in your mind. Just think about it, you know, just sit and think about it. Don't get you know, it's it's really weird because, you know, at first when I started studying all this stuff, it was scary, you know? That's what all of the destruction is about in the Bible, you know, when you start realizing that you are God, you know, you feel like you're going crazy. You feel like the world is crumbling apart. Why? Because all of your saviors, all of the things that you think can save you are disappearing because they don't exist. There is no savior outside of you. And so that's what all that flooding and all the, the you know, shit falling apart in the Bible is about. It's about when you start understanding that God is within you, you know, all of your beliefs come crumbling down. They start, the, the foundation in your mind of what reality is completely breaks down. And you're left like with, it's like losing your house. You know, where do you go from there? But the thing is, you start to build it back up with this new knowledge, this new understanding of life. And you start to just feel more and more amazing and you know you have a better grasp on how your life is working and you know there are times where it's like you know i'll just be thinking you know just just you know observing what's going on in me and i start understanding these like deep truths that i cannot argue with like i can't there's no reasoning behind it. It just is. And, you know, it's like sometimes I get like a taste of that truth. And it is almost like like you're on a roller coaster and you're going down the big hill on it. And you're, you feel like you kind of like lift up out of your body a little bit. It's like that. And it's like, holy, like that is profound. You know, that just like... That just like changed how I see everything now. <clears throat> and it, it can be a little unsettling sometimes. But the thing is, you know, it's only as scary as you make it. You're only as crazy as you make yourself. You're only as 
you know, lost as you think you are. You know, it's all you. You're only lost if you feel like you're lost. You're only successful if you feel successful. No matter how you feel, you're not wrong because how you feel about life, yourself, everything around you, that's the truth. That is your truth about that thing. That is the truth in your life. So if you feel lost, you are lost. But you're not you're not really lost. You can come back. You can step back on whatever path you are on. But uh you know, it's it <sighs> It's so hard because you can't really explain this to other people. It's a process that has to take place in you for you to grasp it. You know, you have to be very open. And a lot of people come to these teachings with limiting beliefs, you know. Like, oh, there's a God outside of me that controls everything I do or controls all the events in my life. Uh, You know, that is like a huge blocker for these teachings because you know your beliefs are in place and anything that contradicts them you don't even want to hear it you don't you disagree with it and you know so if someone came up to you and you were like a christian or whatever you believe in this external god if somebody tried to tell you that god is within you and you are god and you are one with god you know, you're just going to be like, whatever, dude. Like, you're crazy. But, you know, at that moment, it's like there's a seed that's placed. And you start questioning, you know, what if, what if he's right? You know, what what do I believe? And then you, it starts unfolding. And you start realizing that, you know, this is an all-encompassing truth. It, you, you cannot even... You can't argue with it. Once you start experiencing it, you cannot argue with it because it applies to everything. You know, it is applicable in any situation. And I don't know. It's, uh, I don't care what people think about it anymore because, you know, I, I understand that a lot of people aren't gonna understand it and that's okay. You know, I feel like there's, like we can't fail at it like there's if you don't you know start understanding the truth you know anything can happen you know we don't know what happens when we die what if you know when you when you die if you haven't learned this stuff you just go back to when you were younger or you restart this life and keep going until it unfolds and you realize it um I don't know. I can't claim that. I don't know what happens when you die. You know, I have a lot of theories, but obviously I'm not speaking from experience. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just really interesting, you know, because everywhere I go now, there's just magic. It's just magic all the time because, you know, every single moment is filled with just like, magic dude like i can't even explain it it's just everything is interesting because i'm always there's always something to be interested in and you know i could just be sitting in like 
<coughs> I could just be sitting in a, a, a room that's just white. And I could just be perfectly content with just my thoughts. And exploring within myself and seeing, you know, exploring my imagination, you know. It's just the most freeing thing you can do for yourself. And, you know, not everybody's going to understand it. Not everybody's going to believe it. But, you know, all it takes is belief. You know, I heard these these people, like, that teach this stuff. I, I heard what they had to say about it. And, you know... At first, I was very skeptical. I I was like, dude, like, this is, like, way too far out. Like, what the fuck? But, you know, I stayed open to it. I stayed open to the possibility of it being true. And, you know, as I started opening up more to it, you know, I understand that these guys aren't crazy. You know, they are speaking from just a higher level that most people can't comprehend including myself you know i there's still a lot of stuff that i can't really grasp yet but you know i'm going at my own pace and i'm not worried about it because you know i feel that i i don't know i don't know but uh you know all it took was just taking what that teacher said on faith, really, you know, do I believe what he's saying? Ah, maybe. That leaves, that leaves, even though it was mostly doubt at the time, there was a little bit of belief in there. And that power went a long way, dude. It's going a long way because, you know, I'm, I'm seeing just how, how true it is. And, you know, it's like that belief is just taking taking the doubt out of the question the doubt don't even exist the doubt wasn't even there the whole time i knew it the whole time i just refused to accept it <coughs> um but anyway i'm gonna get this podcast cut off uh again i hope you all had like a very merry christmas and uh spent a lot of good time with family and uh i hope you all have a really good new year and set some good ass New Year's resolutions because why not? Start it today even. Don't even wait. You know, why wait? Uh why wait to be better when you could just do it. Um but anyway, I still got the Reddit page up, R slash conscious creation club. Also, I wanna say thank you to anybody who's on there because we have like I think like fifty-five members now, which you know, all I do, the only place I talk about it is here. I don't really tell anybody else about it. So, you know, if you're from just Reddit and you stumbled upon it or you, you're from this podcast and you joined it, thank you because that's, I don't know, it's just awesome, dude. Like, I'm glad that there are people out there who are interested in this stuff and want to learn more with me. You know, I'm, I'm not a teacher. I'm a learner. You know, I'm just sharing what I've learned and, uh, you know, that's just, that's just awesome that we're all growing together and we can just, you know, ask questions and get input and, you know, it's just awesome. But, <coughs> my bad guys, um, 
but yeah, that's still open. Uh, I got the anchor listener support in the Spotify bio, and uh, I got Facebook, Dylan Denio, and uh, Instagram, Dylan Denio, no spaces, all lowercase. Uh, yeah, if you guys want to just uh, get in contact with me on any of those about really anything, you know, questions are always appreciated because it gets me thinking dude you know a lot of these questions are really good because it's just stuff that i haven't that hasn't really crossed my mind and like i said a thought is like a seed it just grows out and you know you get the fruits of your labor really um but anyway i'm gonna get this cut off i hope you had a merry christmas and have a happy new year And uh, until next time, have a good time and peace.